Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Guys, it is so good to be here. You know, when Kate was talking about this idea uh, of Memento Morte and, and like the, the idea that death is a reality and that we have limited time in this world, and that we have limited space. What I wanted to spend some time talking about today on Transformation Thursday is the idea of just being you. You know, one of my mentors for so many years kept telling me, and it was like he was trying to beat it into my brain because I, I might be a little bit stubborn. I might be a little hard-headed in life. But he kept saying, one of these days, you're going to understand the power of just being, simply being. And I think it's something that we're easy, like we easily, and in a cliche way, we often say that term because it makes us sound super wise or it makes us sound like we're enlightened in some way or that we found our way through this world. And, and the reality is, is I think it takes a lot more in life and I think sometimes experience for us to understand the power of simply being. So what does that mean? I and mean, that's what I wanna spend some time talking about. And it's certainly a very personal in my own journey. See, the reality is I think it's really hard for us to show up and just be ourselves. You know, we look at places and spaces, clubhouse, it's social media, you know, the events that we might attend, the people that we surround ourselves with. You know, I remember just a few years ago, I had an invitation to go spend a week with Sir Richard Branson and Naveen Jain and a group of amazing leaders at Richard's house in Verbier, Switzerland. And I remember walking into that room and sometimes when you're in spaces with people who blow you away, who you have such admiration for, have great success, or have had that one moment, or have, have achieved something that you want, or have reached a level in life where you want to be, sometimes it's really hard to simply just be. And I remember walking into that room, and had I walked in that room 10 years earlier in my life, I would have spent all my time talking about my accomplishments, and where I've been, and what I've done, and how I've gotten there, and and, and, and how hard I worked and all of those things. But I remember walking into that room in March of 2018 into Richard's living room. 
and sitting down at the table and getting introduced and saying to the people in that room, I have no clue why I'm sitting here. I don't even understand why you invited a guy like me to be a part of this. Because I certainly haven't become the millionaire or the billionaire or had the press or had, had all of the, the notoriety in this world to be able to sit at this table and get to rub shoulders with people like this. But I remember having confidence in that moment of being able to say, I don't know that I fit. I don't know that I checked the boxes. I don't know, but I know this. I'm grateful to be in this moment. See, so many of us in our lives, we spend so much time focusing on the journey of being successful, of reaching the top. And it's this idea to, to bring peace to ourselves. Like we're going to feel better one day if we achieve something, or we're going to be loved more if we accomplish something. And, and we really don't lean into just showing up and loving ourselves for who we are. And I don't know how many times you've done that. You know, in, in the first half of my life, hopefully maybe less than half at this point, I hope I, hope I make it past uh, my 80s. I really do hope to live a long, healthy life. But in the first 30, 35, 36 years of my life, I spent all my time and my energy and my effort trying to overachieve, to try to overshadow just simply being myself, just simply embracing who I am and embracing the reality of life. And I missed out on so much joy. See, I think we, we, we were trying to, to prove something to somebody else. We're often trying to prove to others how worthy we are. We're often trying to, to be accepted and to be loved in, in some great way and be seen in some light that may not be true. When in reality, all we really want at the core of our nature is just to be seen, to be heard, to be known, but more than anything, to be fully loved for who we are. See, I, I don't know what your background or your story is. I don't know where you came from, but I know in my own life, embracing reality and truth and, and honesty for myself was a scary thing. See, I, I took on something that I want to spend some time focusing on today. And, and I want you to pause for a minute. If you're somebody who takes notes, like I, I've always got a notepad in front of me. I've always got a, a pen and paper in front of me. I'm always working hard to, to, to take in information. I'd love for you to take some information in today. But I want you to ask yourself a question. And this is something you can write down on paper. In your journey towards learning to just be, there's a crucial question You've got to ask yourself, am I writing my own script in this world or am I a character in the script that somebody else wrote and gave me? Now think about that for a minute. Am I writing the script for my life or have I become a character in somebody else's script? And I, I pause in that moment because I want you to think about that. I want you to take an inventory of that. You know, the way that I can lean into that so much is through my own journey. See, I, I wanted to be, I'm, I'm the oldest grandkid and I'm the firstborn child and, and my family, the oldest of five kids. And, and I was the kid who had good grades and, you know, I was expected to be the golden child and kind of quote unquote, carry on the family business per se and, and lived on a stage because my family was in public service and, and, and out front in front of the world. And so there was a lot of expectation placed on me in my life. 
to take that role, to stand up front, to be on that stage, to be in the limelight, to carry on the legacy, to carry on the work, to carry on uh, the very thing that my family had done for generations. And so in my script, in my life, the script that I was carrying was somebody else's script. But I really believe for the longest time in my own journey and my own life that in order to be loved, in order to be accepted, in order for, for my mom and my dad to be proud of me, for my, my family around me to be proud of me, and in, in order for other people around me to be proud and to accept me and, and, and to live up to the expectations of others, that I needed to take that script and be the best character in the script somebody else wrote. But see, when we live in the script that somebody else writes for us, and I don't know, again, I, I, I'm going to keep my talking somewhat short here because I love to hear from other people in the room today. But, you know, the reality is, is that when we step in and start living the script that somebody else writes for us, there's this internal personal dissonance that occurs. Because there's this internal thing that each of us was born to be and, and created to be and, and, and longs to be. And even if it's the most simple thing, it doesn't have to be greatness because sometimes the greatest thing in our lives comes from being just simply being you. See, there's only one you, there's only one me, there's only one us in this world and the world needs us to show up fully as who we were created as and created to be and it's full authenticity. Because if we were all looking like each other and we say these things cliche, but I really want you to pause for a minute Think about the depth of this. If I showed up and just lived the script somebody else wanted, if we all did that, there'd be a lot of monotony in this life. There, there wouldn't be the diversity. There wouldn't be this beautiful mosaic of life that we look at. See, the world needs you to show up in, in your, with your quirks and your weirdness and your passion and your focus so that it can be full and beautiful. And it's super important for us to do that. But see, in my own journey, I was afraid that that quirkiness, that that weirdness, that that authenticity, that that realness, if, if anybody saw that in me, if anybody recognized that in me, and if anybody knew the truth that was outside the script that I was living, that I wouldn't be loved. And what that did for me is it caused a lot of sleepless nights. You know, most of my adult life, the first half of my adult life, I can tell you this, I spent most of it laying awake at night with anxiety and fear and concern that if I lived out my real passions, if I let my true self be out there, that other people wouldn't love me, that they wouldn't accept me. And so I overcompensated and I worked super hard to, to like I say, become the perfect character in that script that somebody gave me. And I achieved a lot. Man, I rose to the top of my game. I became the best of the best at what I was doing. I, I was the guy who was speaking at the conferences. I was on TV every week. I was writing the books. I was the one getting the phone calls, asking for the information. I, I, was, I was making good money. I, I was really making waves in, in the area that I was working in and focusing in in life. My career was blowing up like crazy, but I went to bed every night miserable. I, I went to bed every night hating what I had and what I had wasn't bad. In fact, by, by the world looking in at the standards of the world around me, what they saw was amazing. And, and in a lot of ways it was. A great family, a great career, a great reputation, a great life in front of me. 
but because I was the character in somebody else's script, because I wasn't the author of my own journey, I was miserable. I don't know if anybody in here has dealt with that, but there comes a place where we make decisions in life. If, if that's your story, if that's your journey, if that's what you've been up against, there's a place and a time in our lives where if we don't come face to face with that and reconcile it and make some changes and go through the transformation to simply be, to be you, to be me, to be authentic, to be real, to be honest with the world around us. If we don't do that, we're choosing to live in misery. We're choosing to live in that anxiety. We're choosing to live in fear. And no matter how successful we might be living that character, the truth is we never achieve fulfillment. We never find peace. And for so many people, and what I feared was true for me, is that if I didn't walk through that transformation, if I didn't pull back in and start to own that reality and get honest with myself and, and make the courageous decision, which meant I might let other people down, that it might cost me my life, my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health. See, sometimes we have to make a change in the world around us because Again, some of us, maybe our parents expected us to be doctors or lawyers or business owners or, 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 or a father or a mother or whatever that is, whatever that, whatever that thing is. But it is not the passion. It is not the thing that is set within us. And if we choose to step into just being ourselves, we might disappoint somebody or we might let them down or we might be rejected or we might not be accepted. And that in and of itself is a scary thing, but I can tell you there comes a moment where we have to choose courage over fear, where we have to choose to simply be who we are. See, in that step, in that journey for me, it meant giving up a career that I built. It meant giving up a public identity. It meant giving up all of those, quote, successes and achievements in my life and hitting a complete reset button and starting from the ground up. And it was scary, but it was necessary. And as successful as I thought I was, I had to come to a place where I was willing to give that up and go through a transformation process in order to find peace and fulfillment and stand up on the other side of that thing and, and be grateful and, and proud and amazed the beauty and the power of simply being. Because what we find out when we choose to simply be and walk through that transformation and when we find out what real peace is, we find true joy, we find fulfillment, and we find out we no longer have to try hard to reach success. We no longer have to manufacture the energy to show up every day. We no longer have to pretend that things are good. We simply get to to be the, the, the beauty of life will happen around us in those moments. It's an incredible place to be. And so over the next few minutes, as opposed to taking all the time, I'd love to hear from other folks who are here today in this room who have walked through that journey or are facing that journey. What are the fears you face? What are the challenges you faced in walking through that? Because I can tell you years on the other side of that journey, 
the peace and fulfillment, the joy, the success, the achievements that I've seen since then, that moment where I started out talking today of sitting in that room with individuals like Sir Richard Branson and Naveen Jain and so many other amazing human beings who are making a difference in this world, those moments would never have happened in my life had I not chosen the path of simply being me. So over the next few minutes, I'd love to do that. Guys, you're here in this room, Breakfast with Champions. It's Transformation Thursday. We're so glad that you are here. You know, Breakfast with Champions is an amazing thing, and I'm so grateful for Glenn and Sarah and the entire team who puts this on every week. We are not just here on Clubhouse. Go over to Instagram and follow at Breakfast with Champions. You'll click on the link in the bio there. You'll find out we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. We're everywhere. There's a podcast. So if you miss, a, you miss a segment in here, you miss a day in here, you can go catch up. You want to do that. We're here every day from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Central or Eastern Standard Time, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to noon on Saturdays, and then Club 111 on Sundays. So we're so glad you're here. Uh, but with that being said, guys, I'd love to hear from others in this room. So I want to open up the mic and uh, give you guys a chance to talk about that journey of transformation, of becoming yourself, of learning to just be you so who's out there and wants to share today bj yeah i'd love to share um michael only because i uh, i'm sure a lot of people but i resonated strongly and i just wanted with your story but um but i wanted to add a comment to what you said uh first thank you uh, talking about questions with kate you gave um a very powerful question so much so michael that the first thing i did and my driver are my two daughters. And the first thing I did was copy and send that question to my daughters. Am I writing the script of my life or am I the character in the life of others? That is a very powerful question. But I also wanted to add to what you said. I grew up with very, very strict parents. Um, very loving, but very strict. Went to an all-girls Catholic school. There were many things. I, I was the first child. There were many things that were expected of me. I was supposed to be the model child for so many things. There were a lot of pressures that even till this day, I try to shake off. But I'm going to tell you what. Sometimes, and that's why I love what you said, because sometimes those scripts are put on your life with a lot of love. And that's why it's so difficult to sometimes find ourselves or do the things we're here to to do uh, because those people that many times impose those things on us do it with love do it because their story uh, their script is what makes sense for them and they don't understand that we might not fit it that we might be doing something completely different and that our greatness might be muted if we stay in their script uh, for that, I think your message is super, super powerful and made me reflect and it's going to help me moving forward, um, not only with me, but to everybody that I serve. Thank you, Michael. Oh, BJ, thank you. You know, I think that you, you said something super profound there. You know, in my, in my own journey, that's exactly it. You know, the script that was handed to me was done out of complete love and care. Uh, it was done out of hoping the best and wanting the best for me. And so when you step away from that script that you're written, you know, there's tensions in there that creates, it creates a, a volatility um, that <laughs> is just real. And sometimes I think that's what we get most scared of, right, is, is that volatility that comes because it feels like we're letting someone down who we know 
put us in that script because they love us and they care about us. But you're exactly right. Those scripts are often handed to us because it works well for the person writing the script and because they want us to experience the, the beauty or the good that they've experienced in life. And oftentimes, what works for one doesn't work for everybody. And so we have to realize that. So BJ, thank you, thank you, thank you for that input. So who else would like to talk about that today? Who am I saying, did I hear a mic come off? Oh, this is I Monica. See Monica and Kate. Yeah, go for it, Monica. Well, hello. Good morning, champions. This is Monica and their turquoise ring. Michael, I need to tell you, I don't believe I've heard you speak a lot before, but I really love your energy and your demeanor is just wonderful and welcoming and warm. So I want to acknowledge that. And I love this discussion. And this theme has come up with me lately with my coaching clients and with myself. And I, I would like to make a quick point. We are born... And we're like a little baby grain of sand when we're born. And we have all the gifts and all the things that we are already inside of us. And like when an oyster picks up a grain of sand and they put layers over it, we also get layered over by just what you said, our parents, the people in our lives. And they do it out of love most of the time. They do it out of not knowing. It's just the, the environment we grow up in. It just layers over all our gifts and all our brightness and our shining joy and everything we have. And we spend the whole rest of our lives trying to get it back and trying to go back there and find it. And what's interesting is that the fact that we have to go back there and find it is what facilitates these conversations between us because we are all experiencing that exact same journey. But what's super cool is that as adults, we have all these layers on us and we're kind of like the pearl. So it's like we get both. We get to be both. We get to be the pearl that experienced all the layers, but we also get to uncover our original selves. And so I just wanted to kind of share that metaphor and, and acknowledge you for this lovely segment. Thank you. I'm Monica in the turquoise ring and I'm out. I love it. Thank you, Monica. That's amazing. Kate, were you, were you up next wanting to say something? Well, I was just, go I was really just making sure you saw Monica, but Michael, I have a question for you and I love this segment. So thank you so much. You're, you're so great. I think a lot of people can resonate with what you shared when you were talking about how on the outside looking in your life looked amazing and wonderful and you're super successful, but you didn't feel that way. I think a lot of people can, people feel that way, especially when they're at the height of a career, but what would you recommend to someone that's in this room right now saying, yeah, that's me. That's me. What am I supposed to do? I'm not, how can I turn away from this life that I have now? Cause it's a good life. Shouldn't I just be grateful and thankful for what I have? And, and what, what would you recommend to someone who's like, it's not meant for me. Like I've already done, I've already established this career. Like what's next? Yeah, that is a good question. You know, and I think that's a question that I held on to for a long time. Because I didn't even know who to ask that question to, first of all. Um, you know, the beauty right now and, and, and the space and time we live in, and I mean, Clubhouse is a very, very good example, right? Of places where we can ask questions, uh, sometimes in a more neutral environment, right? Where we have a different set of ears listening. Or, you know, maybe it's something like today where you hear something that resonates well with you, um, and you and you connect with someone. But here's what I would say. When you are starting to ask those questions, the first thing I tell everybody is to look to someone who has, who has demonstrated that journey, 
um, someone who has demonstrated the ability to make that change because they're going to understand the process. You know, one of the things for me and, and you know, to kind of maybe go full circle on this and, and people can kind of dig through, you know, what I put online and probably figure this stuff out. You know, I married at a young age, uh, had a had an amazing my, my ex-wife is absolutely incredible. She's a great human being, still one of my best friends to this day. Um, but because I was raised in a super religious environment and, um, you know, in the South and it, just the culture and, and the belief system and everything. One of the things that I knew about me is that I was being married to a woman was not authentic to myself. And so today I have a husband, uh, have a thriving life and everything. But see, going through that journey uh, meant giving up not only a career, not only uh, my public figure as the mega past, as a mega church pastor, senior pastor, one of the largest churches in North America. But it meant changing everything about my identity. It meant changing my, the makeup of my family. And so one of the things that was really important to me in that journey was really finding someone else who shared similar values, who, who shared a similar focus on life. See, my values, my faith matters to me. It matters deeply to me. The faith I was raised in is, is crucial to who I am. And then my values of having a family, of, of having a solid family and, and keeping it intact and the beauty of that. And then just, you know, just all those core values. It took me a long time to search someone out who shared those values, but understood maybe not specifically every part of my journey, but what it meant to make a shift that big. Because the reality is, is there's a lot of pain when you go through transformation. There's a lot of tension when you go through transformation. There's a lot of patience required to go through transformation. It's not something where you just rip the Band-Aid off. And so finding people who can, can go with you, who can be with you, who can answer those questions, I think it's really important. I think it's the beauty of, of mentors and examples that were given in life, but friendships and relationships. And I, I would say, Kate, the best way to answer the question and the shortest way after saying all that to answer the question is, Make sure that you're surrounded by people who love you and aren't worried about your success and achievement, who have demonstrated that around you and who will stand the test of time. All of us have a few people in our lives that are like that. Some of us have less than others. I know in my life, the real authentic and true relationships and support system that I needed wasn't there because in order to have somebody close enough, I needed to live in authenticity and honesty and transparency. But I would say the most important thing we can do is have others. We cannot do this life alone. You cannot be successful alone. You can't lead a successful company by yourself. You can't build a successful product by yourself. You can't raise a successful family by yourself. Can you be a single parent? Of course you can, but you need support. We, we all need support and friendship and relationships in life to, to make it, to move forward. We need mentors who can help us see a little bit further ahead. Because I think the truth is, if we always knew what was way ahead of us, if we could see the future in detail, some of us would run screaming the other direction because getting from point A to point B is not a single step. It is not always easy, and it doesn't come without craziness and pain and confusion and the need for patience and, and definitely the need for hard work. So one of the biggest key steps, I would say, is if you're in that place today— if you're in a place where you, you seem successful from the outside, but you're miserable on the inside, find people who understand the journey. Find those who will support you and listen well and start to share. 
Because the first step in transformation is just opening up and being honest. It really does matter. I think one of the things that we often forget, because we live in a world where people just assume that somehow this greatness or this goodness or this achievement or these things that we carry with us somehow just over, overflows from inside of who we are. But everybody that I know in this world that has achieved something amazing and beautiful and great and, and worth noting and worth watching and worth seeing, they are there because they were surrounded by people who walked with them. They were there with people who, who were able to step up in their moments of weakness. They were there to borrow moments of courage when their fear was so great. They were there with someone who held them down and said, wait, just one more minute. Be patient just one more day. So guys, as you face transformation, as you step into that place of learning to simply be, to just be, to just show up and, and be yourself, don't do it alone. That's a recipe for disaster. But instead, go forward with people who love you, who will walk with you, who will be patient with you, who believe in you, and will see you towards the future. Guys, thanks for hanging out today. Thanks for being here. Thanks for letting me ramble and talk and share today. I totally appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.